You are now listening to Under the Floorboards, a crime talking podcast hosted by me, Katie Bowie. Welcome to the first ever episode of Under the Floorboards. Today we will be discussing the media representation of certain criminals in BBC One British drama series Luther. I've chosen to discuss Luther as it is a well-known crime drama. It glorifies violent behaviour and exaggerates the least committed crimes that happen in reality. Luther was first aired in 2010 and it quickly became apparent that its rising popularity was due to its representation of murders and serial killers. Through a criminological perspective using contextual ethnography, today I'm going to explain the difference between Luther's representation of criminals and the reality. The main character, John Luther, played by Idris Elba, is a self-destructive detective who is constantly tormented by the dark side of humanity. As he strives to hunt down murderers across the London capital, his life becomes his work and work becomes his life. In season one, episode one, a woman named Alice kills her parents and the dog and goes on to stage the crime scene as if it was someone else's doing. She didn't yawn. She didn't yawn. Yawning is contagious. Someone in the room yawns. You yawn too, see? Even even talking about it, it's still parts of the brain to deal with empathy. She didn't yawn. She did it. In this scene, John Luther indicates that Alice has no empathy because she did not yawn back, coming to his conclusion that she committed the murders after two minutes of interviewing her. However, the yawning theory is only a superstition, an old wives' tale, and it creates an image that Alice is a psychopath. According to Hurst in 2013, the meaning behind a psychopath relates to the levels of threat they bring to society. Ziskin 1978 and Zuckerman 1995 support the idea that a lack of empathy is associated with psychopathy. However, John's reasoning is unrealistic and begins a label that those who don't yawn back are psychopaths, creating a snowball effect. John Luther has already implied that Alice being the offender is not mentally stable. This indicates to those watching that all those who lack empathy have the potential to be murdering psychopaths. It becomes a running theme within Luther, the idea of mental health linking to psychopathy, and this being the leading factor in motivation to killing a number of people. The image created of murderers throughout Luther is seen in the next episode of season one with more of a twist to it. In episode two, a young man named Owen, who was once in the army, creates a vengeance towards the police, carrying out brutal attacks, killing numerous within the force. These attacks were not politically motivated, therefore not classed as terrorism, only a terror for the police. Owen is a young white male and is viewed as a victim because of his childhood traumas from his dad. He is viewed as weak due to the manipulation he received from his father. We know that you're not responsible for what you did. Not really. I'd like to acknowledge that here on the record. In the light of this, we're prepared to make certain recommendations when it comes to trial and sentencing. Owen, as far as we're concerned, the ultimate responsibility for the death of these officers lies with your dad. In this recording, Owen has been taken into custody and for some reason his blame for the murders goes unseen. I mentioned previous that Owen was a white young male. This becomes relevant to what I'm going to discuss next. Owen is not the ideal perpetrator. Through visual ethnography, he is presented as a young, smart-looking white male and in the case of real life, this is not correct. As most murders are committed by those close to you, Owen goes out of his way to attack a certain group with no political motivation, meaning that he falls outside of the bracket of the ideal perpetrator, not only by his dashing looks, 
but motives to kill. Luther also begins to view him as a victim to his father's neglect. However, Owen is also not the ideal victim. According to Newburn 2017, the ideal victim is a young, middle-class white female. Although Luther breaks the stereotype due to real-life institutional discrimination, Owen wouldn't receive this victim status, meaning in real life his dad wouldn't have been taken into consideration unless he physically murdered someone or was a part of it, and Owen would have taken the whole blame for the murders. Through other media such as the news and TV, a white male that kills is strongly associated with having mental health issues, hence the reason why this particular character has been made. Those groups of people who aren't white may come upon institutional racism and mental health across some of these communities does not exist due to religious responses. According to Ferdin, 2010, this is due to a strong influence from Western culture and therefore Luther creates a character that isn't the ideal offender or victim but is more realistic to representing the media image of what a person who kills with a mental illness looks like. This image that has been created is represented through most mass media types, meaning that when they see people like Owen, they associate this image with real life. Now that we discussed how in the first episode empathy is associated with psychopathy by demolishing an old wives tale, and that in the second episode the ideal offender and victim is moulded to what the viewer wants to see, we're going to move on to the third and final episode of today. Now in this episode, a white middle class man kidnaps random women from their homes and stores their bodies in freezers. He extracts their blood and uses it to write messages on the walls in his next victim's home. Luther here has created a serial killer, someone who murders more than three over a month, with significant time in between each murder. Did he use blood in your presence? He said all bodily fluids were powerful. Semen general secretions, blood, menstrual blood was best. In this recording, John Luther is interviewing an ex-undercover detective who was on the case many years ago. Here he states that Burgess the killer believes that bodily fluids are powerful. Within the first 20 minutes of this episode, the killer does not talk, but from the interview Luther is making, you believe that again, this man is mentally unstable. 100 quid for a poem, hand illustrated by the Yorkshire Ripper. 750 quid for a letter from the Ripper to a female correspondent, wow. Well, that includes a small self-portrait. Sutcliffe, snuggling up to a woman. Large breasted. Mm. But you know there's nothing new under the sun. There used to be quite a trade in handkerchiefs dipped in the blood of hanged men, hair clippings, snuff boxes, garters, karat pins. Who would buy them? Young women, mostly. In this scene, Luther is talking to Burgess in his shop. It shows his fascination towards past serial killers and bodily fluids once again. When Burgess talks, he seems sophisticated and intelligent, and at the end of the clip, he mentions who buys these objects. Young woman, which is, as we know, Burgess's target. Luther is stuck with its theme of a white male who is mentally unstable and kills several. However, in this episode, it implies that serial killers have a fascination with past serial killers. This is also portrayed in many movies, such as Human Centipede and other horrors. This is an uncommon feature in real life cases. It's a superstition again that things such as video games or ex murderers may influence others to do the thing they are watching. <laughs> 
Some chronologists may support this idea and therefore believe that Luther is accurate to some degree. People may remember these kinds of bad representations in the media and believe them to be true. The media believes strongly in copycat behaviour therefore infiltrates the worst crimes that are the minority in society into something that is bigger. This creates a social epidemic as the fear of crime rises. As people want to engage with murders despite their fears, this is another reason as to why Luther was created. Although Luther does imply some sense of reality, it is over-dramatised based on other media representations. For example, what we see in the news and on shows such as Luther. Luther only focuses on criminals that are dangerous and different, making up murder scenarios beyond our wildest imaginations. This implements a fear towards these kinds of criminals. Luther does this by associating people with stereotypes, such as the white male being psychotic, empathy linking to mental health, and copycat criminals being spied from ex-murderers. All these methods are infiltrated through the media, and therefore the general public begin to believe that these labels and stereotypes are true. I came about analysing this piece of media, Luther, by watching all five seasons. It was from then that I noticed a reoccurring theme that the criminals are serial killers with mental problems and gender and race. It then became appropriate to look at the contents to as why and how these representations are made. So what now? Thank you for listening. You have dived into the criminal underworld with me of Luther. You may climb from under the floorboards back to reality.